So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. My name is John Keeley. So today, I, it's a very special day, of course, uh, Pentecost Sunday. And I want to enter, uh, welcome some special friends of, of ours, uh, Jared and Barbara Hanley and Geraldine Creighton, who are members of the Emmanuel community in Limerick. Good morning, and thank you again for joining us this morning. Good morning, John. Good morning, John. A beautiful feast of the uh, uh, Pentecost. Um, and I know it's it's a special place. It holds a special place for the Emmanuel community. I mentioned the Emmanuel, the Emmanuel community over a number of years. Um, the involvement of the Holy Spirit is so, is so important, and also our Lady is so, so important with the Emmanuel community. So I suppose before we go any further, maybe Geraldine Creighton, can you give our listeners a little bit of a flavour of the Emmanuel community, maybe specifically there, maybe the Holy Spirit after that? Yes. Um, well, thank you, John, and thank you, listeners, for listening. And um, so the, the Emmanuel community um, is one of the new movements in the church. So it happened after Vatican II. So basically the, the, the Pope and I suppose the whole church throughout the 20th century was praying for a, a new Pentecost. And the times we know that we had the First World War, of course, now the pandemic, we're living like the Spanish flu at the same time. So there's an awful lot of death uh, at the start of the um, of the 20th century, a lot of destruction through World War One and World War Two of life. Uh, but prior to that, um, 18 in the end of the 1800s, uh, Sister Elena Guerrera is is the nun who petitioned the Pope at the time and really uh, prayed to, uh, or asked him to pray a dedication of the 20th century to the Holy Spirit to give it over to the Holy Spirit. And so at the end, uh, towards the end of the Holy Spirit, or, or uh, sorry, towards the end of the um, of the 20th century, we had then uh, Pope um, John the 23rd. And and he his whole image was the, the opening of the windows to let the Spirit in. Literally a physical opening and, 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 and uh, a prayerful opening, an opening of our minds to a different way of being. And he really felt the need for a new Pentecost in the church. And Pentecost, if you remember the first instance we heard in the, in the, in the readings today at Mass, um, Pentecost totally changed the people who were there. Beforehand, they were really, really, really um, afraid. Um, yes, they believed in Jesus. Yes, they knew him. Yes, they'd seen him risen, but they were hiding and they were hiding for fear of the Jews. Um, but while they were hiding, um, they were praying because Jesus said to them, wait, wait in Jerusalem. And when he ascended, he, he said, wait. And and uh, in their waiting, they prayed. And it's a very good way for <laughs> waiting anywhere. It's a good time to pray and pray with a particular worry that's on our mind. It's a very good use of the time instead of worrying and waiting to wait and pray. But that's what they did, and um, their lives were transformed. Not only then, we see that in within days, um, 4,000 or so people were became followers of Jesus, and their lives too were utterly changed. And so in, in the prayer of the Pope for the at the, at the end of the 20th century, for a new Pentecost and, and having the Vatican Council, they are followed on then the, the new movements and the Emmanuel community is one of these, a uh, fruit of the Catholic charismatic renewal. Um, and there are many other uh, movements in the church whose mission really is, is to live this Pentecost. And, and what does that mean for Emmanuel? Um, it's really uh, a devotion and, and, and closeness to Jesus, um, a closeness to people. 
and um, a willingness to share our, our, our treasure, uh, our secret, the secret of life with them. The secret of life is, is this relationship with God and this power of God with us in every day in our lives. And the other um, aspect of the community um, is this exact point, community. So we know that right from the start um, of Pe at Pentecost, the description in the Bible is that they shared everything in common, um, that the first believers, um, they, 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 they lived a strong love for each other. And in fact, in Antioch, uh, we know the, the Acts of the Apostles tells us that, that they were first called Christians. And it was just that they, it was their love. See how much they loved one another. And this is the call that we have in the community to love each other. Uh, and in this loving, it's not an insular thing, but this loving of each other um, uh, causes us to look and love all around us, those in our families and well beyond our families to show um, uh, a love, to share the love of Jesus in a really practical way. So Emmanuel is, is you know, there's about, well, I think about 12,000 people now in, in the community. We have, um, we have uh, church, uh, priests, um, who are in the clerical association of the community. And we have um, consecrated men and women. We have married uh, couples and single people. So once you're over 18, until whatever age, you can uh, apply to join the community. Uh, and it's a, it's a path of discernment. Um, you're discerning, is it your way? And the community is, is discerning, um, is it, um, are you for us? And so it's a two-way discernment. And, and really, you know, the, the call is really very simple. It is to, to, to really live this life in the spirit. Pierre Bersau, who's the co-founder of the community, along with, he was a, an art critic. And so he was in theatre and cinema, and he loved all of that. Uh, he, he was French. And um, he, re, it, he was in his late 50s when he um, received the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and that led him on to, to found the community along with um, Martine Keta. She was a me medical student at the time, so she was in her early 20s. And um, they started a small prayer group and within a six-month meeting together, they were 500 people and they had to split and found the community. That was in the heart of in Paris and from there it spread uh, on to Germany, into Rwanda. And the community played a huge role in, in the reconciliation in Rwanda um, after the genocide and even before before the genocide there was a lot of inequality in the society so we have um, uh, Cyprian and Afros are the two the couple married couple there um, he in particular spoke out against uh, inequality in society and he was martyred actually himself and his wife and most of his uh, children uh, were, were martyred in Rwanda and their causes is um, is uh, proceeding for uh, beatification, as is the cause of Pierre Grissam himself. So these are holy people that we're trying to follow, but for all of them, it's very interesting, Pierre in particular quoted uh, Saint Seraphim of Sarov, who said, one's whole life consists in acquiring the Holy Spirit. So one's whole life is all about being filled with the Holy Spirit, and what that means. And, and the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is entirely creative and does new things, does new things in my life, does new things uh, in other people's life, uh, makes new possibilities in the world. It's the Holy Spirit who fills the world with, with knowledge and, and, um, and, and inspires 
Uh, we often have the prayer for exams, asking the Holy Spirit to help for exams. But the Holy Spirit does more than, does help with the exams, absolutely. Um, but does much more, inspires every aspect of life, every decision, every step of the road, um, every thought, every good thing. Geraldine, thank you so much for that. Um, Barbara, Barbara, how is the Holy Spirit affecting you now in your life now that you're a member of the Emmanuel community? Being a member of the of the Emmanuel community was just probably an extension of of all the other part of my life when you know we were involved in the charismatic renewal. It was like a journey. It was this journey that we were on, and the car, the you know you know coming into the Emmanuel community was that sort of a start of another part of a journey actually but a continuation in another way of the previous journey but um i do i do love being part of the emmanuel community Gerald and i both love it and um, it took us a while you know we didn't um it's something that we uh it took a while actually before we decided that it was going to be for us and i think that's one of the good things about about the Emmanuel community does give you that chance to to decide and and um, you know take time and uh, we you know we were surrounded by a lot of of good people you know when we started going to the community weekends that happen every month um, you know we saw we saw people there that had a lively faith and. They were ordinary. They were just simple people like ourselves. They were ordinary people. They weren't extraordinary, but they were doing, you know, they were living their lives in a very ordinary way, really. Um, and being part of the community gave them that, or gave us, uh, but at the time gave them that, um, I suppose, ability to to be able to share their lives with, with us in particular at the time and invite us in. And, you know, that's one thing that I, I really felt... Um, it's something that, you know, you know, we were looking again. You know, we were at a stage in our lives at that time that we were looking for, um, like a community. We didn't realise it was a community we were looking for actually at the time, but that's what we ended up. Uh, we were at a conference in Limerick actually, and we met Geraldine, and she was putting some um, some leaflets at the back of the church or at the back of the school, you know, where the conference was, the Charismatic Renewal Conference in Limerick at the time. And we just came up to the desk and we were chatting with Geraldine and next thing she invited us to come along to one of the meetings, um, you know, that they were having at the time. Uh, uh, I think it was a fortnightly meeting, I'm not sure. And uh, we started going and we continued and that's kind of how we came into the Emmanuel community, you know. But um, I just want to say as well, um, during the pandemic, you know, the time we're living in now, um, you, know, you know, we talk about the Holy Spirit working in our lives and in my life. And one of the ways that I'm finding at the moment is to be creative is... Um, I started taking photographs, you know, pictures of the ordinary things in my garden. Uh, we're blessed with a beautiful garden. And because uh, I've had more time because I'm not working, um, I've had more time to be out in the garden. And I've been I've been amazed at the way the Lord 
is teaching me again. You know, I, I, I think of the parables and the Lord used, you know, Jesus used very, very ordinary things in life to get his meaning across. Like, um, uh, you know, he spoke about seed and planting and plowing and fishing. And these are all things that um, they're, you know, they're things we can all relate to because they're part of our lives. And I found like I was out and I was out in the garden and I, I was I was, you know, weeding and I was planting and it was all new to me because Jared's the gardener, you know, not me. I'm I'm just the one that goes out and admires everything. But um, it was a kind of a new way of 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 seeing the world. I've always been interested in nature. I've always loved nature. But this was different because now I didn't have work um, getting in the way. And I was sort of able to dedicate most of my time to be out in the garden. And uh, I started taking pictures of very, very ordinary things. And I felt the Lord move me or the Holy Spirit move me in this way. And I genuinely felt that it was a prompting of the Holy Spirit. So I started taking pictures of, you know, the flowers. Um, I took pictures of stones. Uh, I took pictures of the grass. I took pictures of of my hedge. Um and there's lovely things that Jer has planted in the garden and, you know, he's little, he's got these little, um, uh, you know, kind of statue things that are in the garden. And, um, you know, one of the things he has is um, uh, a centurion. And I, I took a picture of that and I was able to link the scripture with, with the centurion. And I felt it was the Lord teaching me scripture. Like, you know, one of my prayers during this pandemic was that I, you know, I, you know, I wanted to learn scripture more and I wanted to, what my, like, I wanted it, I wanted to be more meaningful. So every picture I took, I was able to link a piece of scripture with it. And, you know, I took a picture of, beautiful picture of the, um, of the poppies out in the garden. And then I was able to link it with the scripture about, you know, uh, even Solomon and all his glory wasn't dressed as one of these, you know. And everything that I took a picture of, there was a stone then, kind of a rock that Jer had as a feature. I took a picture of that and then I was able to, you know, link it with the scripture on the on the Sundays. Uh, you know, the Sunday's gospel was the stone that the builders rejected had become the keystone. And even the simple, ordinary things, that, you know, the pictures that I was taking that I wouldn't have dreamed of taking in a million years, apart from the flowers, of course, I would have taken pictures of those. I felt the spirit prompting me, the Holy Spirit prompt, uh, prompting me um, with a piece of scripture with each of those pictures. So what we've done then is, um, I'm not very good at technology, but one of the other members in the community is. And um, so she she was able to take the picture and put the piece of scripture you know, with it and post it up on our Emmanuel um, Facebook page. And that's been lovely. And uh, I was delighted to be able to share that, share that work of the Holy Spirit working through me and my openness to the Holy Spirit, um, you know, you know, God is isn't in lockdown, and the Holy Spirit is not in lockdown, even though we're living in lockdown. Just to show people that, in the very ordinary and in obviously the very beautiful this time of the year, you know, it's extraordinary in many ways the beauty of of the creation that's all around us at the moment in the middle of this pandemic. It's, you know, it really is. Um, 
uh, extraordinary, I have to say. So that's just one of the ways that the Holy Spirit, I have found that the Holy Spirit has worked or is working in my life at the moment. Barbara, thank you so much for that. What a beautiful way of allowing the whole, of the Holy Spirit, typical Holy Spirit, being so creative with you and allowing you to, to well, first of all, I suppose to to share that with us this morning. Thank you so much because that might give us all ideas. Now I'm not too sure whether we've all got beautiful gardens or we've already got to take the photograph, but we'll let the Holy Spirit to take care of all of that. Jed, in the few minutes that I got left, any thoughts yourself, and maybe on the Holy Spirit? this time of the year, maybe as Barbara just said, maybe something to do with this situation we're all we're all facing at the moment. Well, John, first of all, I'd like to thank Barbara for um, all the sharing this morning. Like, I'm trying to figure out what can I, how can I follow on from this? <laughs> what, what, what's, what actually strikes me about the Emmanuel community is the sense of fun and camaraderie. Um, you know, it's not just all prayer, prayer, but it's that's all interlinked. But it's a great sense of fun when we meet, and you know, there's younger people, older people, and it's just this, yeah, and, and young children, and it's fantastic to have um, this community, you know, that you know that they're behind you all the time. And when we when we meet as as this group, you know that um, it's like you know these people all your life, you know, it's just a bonding how where it has come from i don't know we were we were in rome some time back and we met people in the emmanuel community and we felt that we knew these people all our life it was just this sense of uh, love that that um came from them and you know the sense of fun um yeah that's just one of the wonderful th- things um the journey to to our our journey to emmanuel you know it took us well over 12 months um, the discernment, um, you know, the is it for us? Are we for the Emmanuel community? Is all these things that we, you know, we prayed about, and um, I, I don't know the barber shared earlier, but we, when we went to Rome that time, we went with, with with this in mind that we wanted to hear, you know, exactly the words, and maybe sometime Barbara will, will share that that um, share that. Thing again with us. So this morning, yeah, the, the Pentecost, it's just beautiful because it just shines, you know, God's love shines out, you know, within the community. You can see it, it's visible. So, John, thank you again for inviting us on this morning. Thanks a lot. And again, thanks to Barbara for sharing that beautiful thought. And definitely we'd have to make some time for, for Barbara to, to, to share more with us at some other stage. But at this stage, we're almost out of time here. Geraldine, just one last thing. If people have been listening to you guys this morning and want to know a little bit more about the Emmanuel community, how can they find out? Well, we have our uh, Facebook page. We also are on um, our website is emmanuelcommunity.ie and if you email info at emmanuelcommunity.ie, you'll get me. Uh, Alternatively, of course, people can contact you, John, and you will give them that. Information. They, they, they can text us as usual 87 and the program that's 087-6088-667 or they can, they can e- email us on sacredspace102 at gmail.com In the meantime, guys, thank you so much for, for sharing with us this morning A little bit of a surprise for listeners in that our conversation continued on more than what you've just heard this morning So, tomorrow morning uh, excuse me, tomorrow lunchtime that's Monday 
uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. Um, each of the um, of our guests this morning, that's Barbara Hanley, Jed Hanley, and Geraldine Creighton, give their own personal thoughts, maybe a little bit more in a little bit more detail on the Holy Spirit. But in the meantime, we'll have to go for a second piece of music this morning. This being Pentecost, Jer, uh, what piece of music would you like us to hear? Well, of course, it's the song of the Holy Spirit. So enjoy, and we can, as we're hearing the song, really welcome the Holy Spirit into our own hearts, into our families, into our uh, homes, into our communities, and into the whole world. We want the Holy Spirit to change, transform the whole world through our prayer and song. And the piece of music? Holy Spirit, come. Perfect. Lads, until we meet again, God bless and have a wonderful, have a wonderful Pentecost. We'll speak to you again sometime. Thank you, John. Thank, God you, John. Thank you, John. Bye. God bless. Come and bring your light Holy 